asks Milo to help his mentor Jobby because Jobby got hit by this like huge ass helicopter snail thing. Helicopter snail. Thing. I'm telling you, no, it is. It is it's like, a fucking helicopter with a, with a, a fucking plug on the front. Snail. Yeah. <laughs> and the bad guys. They got Hey everybody, welcome back to the Anime Summit Podcast. It's your favorite host with the most on the bomb. And of course with me every week is my dress up Danny. Hey! And Nick Chan's sailor uniform. I can feel it in my plums. (laughs) What? (laughs) That was the only thing I had on my little intro thingy. (laughs) Dude, you know know what happens. You know what I mean. When I give... When I intro Nick and Danny with current running show names. Wait, what was my name again? Nick Chan's sailor uniform. Oh, okay. That's... Okay. (laughs) <laughs> My dress-up like, Danny right. was a better one, not going to lie. What about Tribe Nick? What about s- or or, Nick, or Nick in a pod? Nick in a pod. All right. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out when we get there, dude. But you know, when I, you know the, when I do that... The strongest that Nick with about, the weakest Nick. We're talking about seasonal. Okay, we're doing winter first impressions. I know we're a couple weeks late, um, and we're just doing one first impressions because... Um, it's already halfway and there's just like a lot of shows that are like sequels that we're going to do separate episodes on. And then there's like a lot of just generic isekai things that I probably watched like the first five or 10 minutes of before I turned it off. Um, but like, you know, season is definitely a weak one. Like it's a, it's definitely a lackluster one. And I, I I saw except for the big hitters like demon slayer and attack on Titan. Oh yeah, sure. 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 Aside from those. And I saw Zayla was watching, like, a bunch of them, uh, you know, including some of those sequels and stuff. Um, and, you know, we can go over their list and whoever else posted. Uh, but, yeah, let's just dive right in. Links.animesummit.net. That's where all the links are. You can find everything, where to sub, where to, where to pub, where to love, where to flub. And also, uh, you should click the YouTube link and go to YouTube. Anime Summit Extra, because I'm uploading Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel videos there, and I'm uploading another one uh, tomorrow. So, if you're into Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel and you want to play, hit me up. Let's play. We can record it for the channel. Just put it on there. See if they like it. And uh, Danny, me and Danny did some fun with the we Weebologies. We did some fun things. With the Weebologists. What we do? We did our review for Dragon Maid. Yeah, with Ricky. Yeah, nice. Was it just Sam nutting the whole time? It was mostly. <laughs> yeah. No, that no, was, was a fun a... conversation. That was a fun thing that we did over there. Because Ethan over there is like, "Yo, it's not getting peeped. I'm not peeping." I, my name is Ethan, and I smell like pretzels. Because he's a yutz. Yeah, and Ricky, <laughs> like it. It took me, Danny, and, like, Bob Man and a few other people over in their Discord to, like, get Ricky to watch it. And Ricky was finally just like, you know what? Fine. And then he watched it and ended up liking it. So he invited us over to go over there and watch it and talk about it. Um, that came out this past Monday. But you can go over there and listen to it if you haven't yet. Um, but, yeah, that was fun. So thank you, Ricky. Shout out to Ebologists. Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify or Anchor or Google Podcasts, you can literally find Weebologists there, too. So. 
Boom. Uh, listener question of the week. Oh, shit. I got to click on the page. This is from Mostly Shin. To be a man, you must have honor. Honor and what? Wait, this is is this a Shin Chan quote? Uh, I don't know, actually. Also, when are you going to do a Shin Chan movie review? I haven't seen any movies in Shin Chan movies, and the 30th one is coming out soon, or I think it just came out. But, yeah, to be a man, you must have honor, honor and a sword, a huge sword. You're not a man if you don't have a huge-ass sword. It doesn't huge matter. Huge girthy if, sword, too. It does, Yeah, like, it doesn't matter. A lot of length, like, a lot of girth. It needs to be gut-sized, <laughs> like cloud buster sword. Or even if it's skinnier, it needs to be super long, like Sephiroth sword. Yeah. Yeah, long and skinny or short and thick. What do you guys think? A slab. Not even not even a sword. It's just like a hunk of metal. And by metal, I mean metal. <laughs> El Nino is Spanish for the Nino. The Nino. <laughs> what do you think? About, uh, what else a man needs to have, though, besides honor is what I'm asking? A big dong. That's what I was just saying. No, I was talking about an actual sword. Oh, I thought we were talking about a penis. <laughs> no, that's what Daddy's talking about. <laughs> yeah, you need, and you also need to be able to fucking have a shitload of jizz. Because <laughs> if I'm sucking, you dick need that only, mojo. And if you only jizz a little bit, then why would I suck dick? Stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's just puffing air. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what don't be shaming the air the air spurters. Don't jizz shame, dude. Yeah. Don't jizz shame people. I think you what could probably you, look Nick? up online about how to how to make a big load if you really tried. But I don't Nick, know. you're the resident uh <laughs> I'm the, the resident I'm I'm the load expert, Sam. <laughs> you're the resident load <laughs> expert in, in beard, so what do you think a, I'm just a man needs to uh, have besides honor? Money. You need to be rich as fuck. <laughs> That's true. And That's preferably true. an ugly bastard. Because ladies love it. Uh we do. And also honorable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They already said that. Honor and so I think we were supposed money. to say some kind of quote, and I, I missed the quote. Like, <laughs> I think we just missed it. Yeah, I think we just butchered that. If there was supposed to be a quote, I don't fucking know what quote it was. But, like, you know, there's many answers to that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, honor and... Uh, or you could be... Uh, honor, if you have honor and, and you're evil, evil equals hot. So Evil equals hot. There you go. Uh, Danny, what do you got for a waifu and his bando? Waifu is Marin Kitagawa from My Dress Up Darling. Yeah. Woo! Woo! <laughs> and Husbando is Bisco uh, Akaboshi. Nabisco. Um, I am not even going to try and pronounce the title of the show because... Sabakui Bisco. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Got it. I kind of butchered it too, but whatever. That's my Midwestern pronunciation. You don't like it? Come and fight me. <laughs> I wanted to watch this one. It was negative 20 today, so you're going to have you to deal with that. You are going to like it. Okay. There's mushrooms now, in it. It's based on a light novel. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, we're just going to go down the malice. You know how we do. And then talk about each one. Um. I know I went on some huge, like, rant about, like, oh, I need to do better to watch more and stuff. And then this past week, 
literally screwed me. The heat went out of my house and a bunch of medical issues that I had, and it was just bull crap. So blah, 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 some. I know. Excuses, excuses. Where's, I did the, my tiny, best. where's the tiny violin? And Nick and Danny are going to carry me, and their backs are going to hurt because I'm fat. Anyways, let's do it. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to go full Greg Jennings and carry you. Whole team on our back. So the first Danny's <laughs> got a broken leg right now. She's still carrying you. <laughs> Danny's got a broken leg. Fun uh, fact: You guys got to watch wood, that video. I've I've never broken a bone in my body. Oh fuck! I haven't either because I'm a coward. I haven't either wood. until yeah, my toe. I broke my toes. That was fun. Um, but yeah, dude. Everybody, Google it. Greg Jennings' broken leg on YouTube. First video. It's hilarious. Uh, so the first two listed on here are the final season of Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer uh, Entertainment District. So we're going to move on from those just because. Like, we're not watching them and they suck, right? I'm just <laughs> They're kidding. terrible. Garbage. No, <laughs> we're obviously are. watching them. And me and Nick are probably going to do an Attack on Titan like episode where we talk about the whole thing. And then. Um, are we sure they're going to be finished by the end of this little section? This is, this is the end. Yes, this is the end. They're not going to do some bullshit movie at the end or something? No, I well, I hope not. But I'm but Attack on Titan from, movie one, part five of six. No, from because from where it starts, this is literally the beginning of the end. Okay, it's like yeah, it's like a, I don't can't count how many chapters it is from here. But because I'm like yeah. a full season behind. <laughs> no, you're good. you're good. I'm waiting for it to finish. Then I'm just gonna binge it. Um, but yeah, so the, uh, uh, other than that, aside from those two, uh, the first one is Sonobisk Doll Wakoi Wasuru, my dress up darling. Uh, this one is super cute. You can watch this on Crunchyroll and Funi, and it is this high school student named Wakana Gojo. He spends his days perfecting the art of crafting and making Hina dolls, which are those like little Japanese dolls with the fabric, and they they look like you know royalty queens and geishas and stuff. Um, hoping to like reach his grandpa's level of expertise and like because it's like a family thing, you know, that they all learn how to do it. Um, he's kind of like an outcast that way. He doesn't really make any friends, and then he's, he's really little, good at sewing. Uh, social awkward, yeah, kind of personality. Yeah, yeah. He thinks of this one memory where some girl, when he was a kid, like made fun of him or, or hated him for liking dolls. He's like, yeah, "You're a boy." Pretty, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so then he his sewing machine breaks at home, so he goes to the schools and uses that. And the one of the most popular beautiful girls walks in and goes, "Oh shit, you know how to sew?" And he's did we like, just become yeah. best friends? <laughs> so much room for activities. So she busts out like this, like really jankly made cosplay outfit of one of her favorite Arrow characters. And what was the name of like, that yeah, Arrow like, like squishy, squishy, wet lady or something? What was it again? <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, the name. I forgot the name of it, but it was like Squishy Girls Two, and a really it was a really fucking long name, <laughs> but it was like it was yeah. And so she's like, Gojo looks at it, and he's like, "Wow, you're terrible at sewing." This is terrible, and you're bad. You're bad at this. So they kind of become friends, and then they, he he agrees to help her make a cosplay outfit because she wants to cosplay. So it's really cute. Um, this is based on a manga series illustrated by Shinichi Fukuda. It began serialization in Square Enix's Young Gangan magazine in 2018, and it's uh, in eight volumes right now and still going. So, Studio uh, Cloverworks, by the way. Yes, that's what I was getting to next. Cloverworks. Uh, romance slice of life very cute what do we think of this one I think it's this is an anime of the season I'm calling it 
Oh, yeah, pretty easy. Yep. Yeah, like aside from sequels, like if we're talking just like the fresh stuff. Yeah. This oh, it's is called like, Slippery Girls 2. That's the name of the. Of yeah, the, Slippery uh, Girls 2. Yeah. But then it has like the, the sub name is like a really long, like really long name or something. But like, yeah, it's it's super fun. Slippery Girls 2, the slippening. <laughs> the slip. Yeah. The revenge and slippening. The, the re-slippening. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I think uh, I think Danny is making a a bold claim there, but she might not be super wrong at the same time because, like, you know, having having none of us read the manga, you know. But uh, I the... just uh, I just I uh, I just really appreciate how outgoing. Uh, Kitagawa is and then you know she she kind of like teases Gojo a little bit it's kind of it's kind of like um um don't all the teasing shows Nagato, Nagatoro <laughs> and stuff um, yeah except yeah, yeah, this yeah. chick's and hot I mean she got <laughs> she got the freaking jumblies in her in her chest so she got um, the, the yumbles yeah um She's I mean, especially hums. especially when she came over to Gojo's house to, so that he can measure her and stuff. Like that whole scene, Ooh. like he was literally having yeah. a panic attack throughout the whole entire thing. Yeah, and <laughs> so he, I think the other part about it that's really cute is like he agrees to do it and hang out with her because she's very stern in what she likes. She's like. And she like, and she's super see... popular at school too. So, but like, she's kind of like an otaku in a way because she wants to cosplay and she likes anime. Like, and and you even get like a glimpse of her bedroom and she has like video games and stuff like that. Well, and also she can like see the things in him that's like, you know, she's like, if you need to tell people how you feel, dude, you can't just let people yes. just like do stuff. Yeah. And there was one guy who like made fun of her like little keychain of one of her favorite characters, and she was like, "Fuck you." I like yeah. what I like. You can go suck dick. Like, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like that thing that that's why they, they come there's That's where they're similar. And that's why they get along is because they both like what they like and are into what they into. And they decide to help each other in that way. And then she's kind of bringing out the best in him while he's kind of like helping her do something that she's always wanted to do. And it kind of works. It's just that she's like super outgoing and naked all the time. And he's like, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> She's naked all the time. She's not, she's not like fully naked, but she's like, no, 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 you no. got to measure me. And then, you know, she and just for, strips and down. It, it explains the measurements a little bit in in that episode. But, like, one of the things you have to measure is the inseam and bust point and bust. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that can be very intimidating if you're a horny. The crotchal region. I could never do it. I can never do it. I remember being a theater kid and having, like, people that I was crushing on measure my inseam. And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> Internally, on just keep it all inside. But yeah, it was it was really funny. It was really funny, and I think I think here's the, the other thing. Great thing about it, something I noticed when I was watching it anyway, was the animation is number one. It's 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 really good, um, and number two because like. A lot of anime, typically, the average anime kind of nowadays doesn't have static movement, kind of regular just movement in between movement where someone's just scratching their head or adjusting their shirt or something like that. You know, like when a character's talking, they'll just be sitting there talking. 
But this show in just the first two episodes that I watched, I'll, that's that's a that's a lot of the show. It's like the like even in like in Kisniver or Wonder Egg priority, a lot of the, like they'll just be doing something normal and just be talking, and they'll move and they animate it. It's really fucking cool, and I like I like seeing that. And uh, Kazumasa Ishida is like the animation director, and he did Kisniver and Wonder Egg, and Little Witch and Slow Start and Flip Flappers. So that makes a lot of sense and why it looks so good, in my opinion. But yeah, sorry, I fucking bogarted the mic again. But any thoughts? Or thoughts from you? That's guys okay, Sam. I, I I don't have anything to say. <laughs> sorry. No, for real though. Sorry, bitch. It's good. Oh, okay. Me like show girl pretty. Kiko <laughs> <laughs> <Here> was hot. <laughs> I like her earrings that are like she's got like a whole bunch of them. You know. Yeah, the character design is good too. Oh yeah, that's like um, the best part of this. Like this show would be nothing without without the chick. And the guy, he, he, the guy's got a design too. That they look like uh, they're like well drawn anime characters. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, I agree with that. Yeah, they they do a good job helping each other out, getting over their insecurities, talking about talking about porn in public and like scaring old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> that was a funny scene. Uh, I don't know if that was episode three, but yeah, they they did that. Um. Yeah, you know this is just, this is just a good solid show. It's 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 got the comedy moments. Guy's got the bloody nose, but then he you know he he gets over it. He gets the measurements. They uh you know they start to build the costume. Also, I'm pretty sure I've read a dojin about this, and I just forgot about it. Didn't realize it was a dojin. <laughs> so that's my first exposure. Mm-hmm. It was really funny when when his grandpa walks in on him uh, watching, the, oh, watching, studying the Aroge game. <laughs> he's playing the Aroge game. He's like, he wants so to study intense. the outfit. <laughs> he wants to study the outfit. He doesn't like. And his grandpa walks in on him. And he's like, oh, oh. Uh, well, I guess uh, he's at that age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a new sewing machine. Oh, okay, that's great. I'll see you later, grandpa. Okay. <laughs> like he doesn't even because he doesn't even think like. He doesn't even think, oh, my grandpa's is like, just walked in and I'm watching fucking porn shit. He just thinks, <laughs> he just thinks, oh, he'll understand. I'm watching it just to, you know, study the outfits. And that's not it at all. I'm just like, oh, shit. It's for science. It's for science. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard of butts for science, you dumb motherfucker? Jeez. Okay, anyway. Danny, any Shut final up, thoughts? Gramps. You know you do it, too. I just can't <laughs> wait to finish this and watch more and maybe even read it. Yeah, I'm um, just gonna finish for sure. But uh, the OP and ED, I think, is my favorite. Oh yeah, that OP is really catchy. Mm-hmm. And it's so well like animated too. Even the 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 ED is very well animated. That little like bubbly kind of animation is cute. Yep, yep, I dig it. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, we're not watching the sequel or second season to Ari Ferretta, right? No one's watching this. Only the people in our Discord are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like half There's, of them are. I mean, and I get why the the char- the main character I think is badass. Uh, I still r- really like that first episode. Um, I remember yeah. all the Annie Annie tubers were crapping on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a couple of them. People hate God mode characters, and I get that. But it was cool how he became that way. It was really sick, and it kind of drove him mad a little bit. It was dope. Anyway. Uh, Sabakui Bisco Nabisco scale. Nabisco scale. We gotta bring that back. We gotta bring no, that back. No, fuck Nabisco. They don't pay us. Oh, that's true. Yeah, fuck Nabisco. We need a new scale. <laughs> Unless they pay us, then we'll then let's we do, love them. Let's do a scale <laughs> by fast food. So number one is like McDonald's fries. 
They're not even that good. No. McDonald's fries. They're not the best fries, but best fast food fries. Nah. Okay. Okay, y'all, y'all bitches. Okay, anyway. Actually, they're pretty decent. <laughs> Anything's better than Taco Bell. Okay, I do yeah, like ice cream nah, flavors. You don't need to fucking yell, dude, okay? Quit screaming. Okay, anyway. Do you know that they feed pigs literal garbage? Oh, God. It's called garbage feeding. It's a real thing. Sabakui Bisco. It's allowed in 27 states, including uh, the one I'm in. Which is a metaphor for climate change. Yeah, literally. A pl- a pl- no, it literally is. No, yeah. meat causes climate change. It does. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, a plague-like wasabi biscuit. Okay, Jesus. That's uh, give a me that pl- part. A plague-like wind blows across the arid, sandy expanse of post. <gasps> Oops, excuse me. Post-apocalyptic Japan, as it sweeps over the living and non-living alike, rust is all that remains in its wake. The cause of the catastrophic state of the world is believed to be mushroom spores. Bisco Akaboshi, our husbando known as the man-eating mushroom, is a wanted criminal archer whose arrows instantly grow mushrooms wherever they land. However, he's in a truth. He is, in truth, a mushroom protector, a person who spreads fungi in order to enrich the land and return it to its uh, previous state. Yeah, dude. I wanted to watch this one. It's based on a light novel. Um, but yeah, he's basically the guy from uh, Dora Hidoro, but not a dickhead. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like Dora <laughs> Doro. <laughs> but yeah, this um, is... Uh, yeah. yeah, it's fun. It's okay. It's, it's, de- it's cool. They got don't, This is the one with, uh, with the, the rhinos... And, like, the weird people riding, like, lizards and shit. I didn't get to watch this one, so. Danny watched it, right? I did, yeah. There was, like, hippos and, like, a or, giant sorry, I meant ass crab. Hippos, hippos. I said rhino. I meant hippo. The, yeah, like, a giant was... crab, and it's just like, what the fuck is happening? So there's a bunch of Face Johnsons that weren't sold. Yeah. Yeah, there's Face Johnsons. Uh, they ride on them. They have to fight against the rust, like you said. There's, uh, you know, the... The government is bad my, uh, or something. <laughs> Milo, who's uh, uh, one of the best doctors in, like, one of the districts of the town that he's in, and he's trying to um, cure his sister's uh, rust, who is, like, one of the head captains of, like, the army and stuff, and she has, like, a serious case of rust. Mm. So... Um, and she's like a fucking badass. Like, a little vinegar will get rid of the rust. <laughs> Maybe some ketchup. Uh, but the premise is like, like they apparently, you know, this this t- post-apocalyptic town or Japan thinks that um, the mushrooms that uh, Bisco produces, like with his arrows. They, the citizens think that the mushrooms that he spawns is what's causing the rust. And so they think that the mushrooms are bad and everything like that. So it's kind of like illegal to have any mushrooms it's or illegal, anything. Bro. So. Nah, dude, yeah, but actually the, the mushrooms fungus. end up healing the, the healing rust. Healing the rust. They're like yeah. the only yeah. things that can like uh, adapt to it or something. So Trust yeah. the fungus. Right. Yeah. And the whole point is like he gets dragged into this, into this, uh, it's like it's like a rebel force fighting against the the big bad guys with pretty much uh, like a big ass like corpo politician gangster who's yeah. all like if you don't do this I'll fucking kill your family you know yeah so Bisco is the guy he brings in the doctor and they you know well he finds out that Milo can um, make medicine and he kind of 
asks Milo to help his mentor Jobby because Jobby got hit by this like huge ass helicopter snail thing. Um, helicopter snail. Thing. I'm telling no, you, it is. It is it's like, a fucking helicopter with a, with a, a fucking slug on the front. Snail. Yeah. <laughs> and the bad guys, so they got you they got have like to bunny. Watch this. They got bunny faces, dude. They're riding in a helicopter. They got fucking bunny faces. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Dude, I gotta watch this. These mushrooms like exploding out of buildings. You got I bunny really face like Johnson the, with Tommy guns. I really like the arts. The original arts done by Kei Akagishi for the light novel. Uh, it looks really cool. The main character design kind of reminds me. He kind of looks like that badass, spiky-haired, uh, you know, crazy guy. Kind of like the main guy from Scryed or Scryed or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like that. So I have to rewatch that show. That show's. By the way, you can watch this on Verve, uh, Crunchyroll, and Funimation. Okay. I'm liking cool. the OP. I'm rewatching it. There's like a bunch of fucking flying whales and shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Flying whales and shit, dude. What the hell? I need to watch this. Okay. Any final thoughts on that one? Uh, Check it out. If you like... Let's see. I'm going to click on the recommendations page. This Dora is this Hidoro. is my contribution. Yeah, Dora Hidoro. This is nothing like Dora Hidoro, but it has mushrooms. <laughs> That's pretty Dora Hidoro, Trigun, Kill a Kill, Desert Punk. Yeah, Golden a little bit Kamui. like Kekai Sensen. Not as funny. Bacano. Yeah, okay. Trigun's probably a decent one. Yeah. If you like any the of those, 60, check it out. The $65 billion man. None of them are very, like, perfect comparisons, but... Um, okay. Vanitas Part 2. The case study of Vanitas Part 2. I'm watching this. This shit is crazy. I don't like vampires, so that's all you, Danny. <laughs> I'm not caught up, so... What's wrong with you, Sam? Don't I'm you not... Like understand how gorgeous these vampires are. No, I totally do. I just like, you know, I'm, I'm dying over here. They're not the right kind of gorgeous, though. They're like the annoying I'm kind. I'm dying, and I'd rather I'd rather. <laughs> they gotta look like they gotta look like vampire. I wish that would be great. Bite the <laughs> shit out of everyone. I don't even want your blood. I'll just bite you, make it seem that way, so you think you're dying, even though you're not. Uh, but yeah, it's like. This is just continuing from Yeah, this is the this is part 2 of the first season. Which is so. cool because like it's not even in the rollover section, it's in the TV news section. Uh mm-hmm. which means they just were like they had it ready to go and they were just like no, here's part 2. Yeah. So, yeah. it's 12 eps. And uh yeah. So yeah, what are, what are you thinking so far? Uh I mean, it's it's just as crazy. They they do give you like a, a 12.5. So like they give you like a recap episode on what happens. Um, I like recaps now because you can skip part. them. Yeah. So they, they give you, you that. Um, and then they kind of just jump into uh, Vanitas and uh, Noe going to a town where I'm not even going to try to pronounce the fucking town. It's somewhere in Paris. Um, but they're trying to like. Do find... they meet Emily? Emily. Yeah, Emily in Paris. No. All right. Not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, they need to find like this this beast, which is like an an enormous wolf like creature, um, that has been rumored to like slaughter like hundreds of people and everything. So. 
Um, but they suspect that the beast is actually like a curse bearing vampire. Um, so, and um, they, when they go there, they, they start to like get some like hallucinations um, and they kind of end up getting split up. And um, Noe ends up meeting uh, the uh, suspected curse bearer um, vampires. And it's getting really heated. So um, it's good. And we also meet a psychopath uh, priest vampire slayer dude. Very, very much uh, a Yandere for sure. Always good to have a Yandere. Spice yeah. things up a little bit. They get jealous. They get violent. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's it's getting good. I'm excited to finish it. So, hell yeah, Sam, you got to catch up. I will. Um, my iPad is charged and fixed again, so I've been watching anime on my iPad. Um, it's been hard for me to sit at my desk for too long, so I try and walk around a little more with my iPad and watch anime. I do a standing desk. I might. I might uh, look into it, except I can't stand for too long. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you can't sit <laughs> and you can't stand. Do yeah, a lying down desk. <laughs> I need a line. I need a hammock, like a hammock that I can just. Oh, I don't lay trust hammocks. Stomach. Those scare me. I'm too fat. Uh, I'm, anyway. <laughs> I'm skinny and I still don't like hammocks. Uh, okay. That sounds good. Yeah, I'll catch up on that bitch and watch it. Uh, you can watch it on, I think you, Danny said it already, but Crunchyroll and... Crunchyroll Funimation. Yeah. It only used to be on Funimation, so... But then but, they moved to the merge, yeah. Yeah, so now it's on both. Okay. Is anybody watching The Genius Prince's Guide to Raising Hell Nation? Hell yeah. Nope. The show is actually pretty fun. Okay, uh, Nick, so basically... Okay, here's what it is. It, this is very similar to that other show from like last season. Uh, what do they call it? There's like a bunch of these. Well, there's Alderman, which we reviewed at one point. That was a while ago. There's How a Realist Hero Built a Kingdom. That was from literally last season. Or no, sorry, summer 2021. But this one is pretty much um, the whole point of it is like the king of Natra has fallen and his son... Prince Wine Salema Arbalist is the uh, he's he's got to take his place to become the Prince Regent. Blah blah blah. He's trying to sell off the kingdom so he can go retire and just fuck off and do nothing. <laughs> so, he, but the only way to do that is like he has to raise the value of the kingdom, and he like accidentally stumbles into like all these all these uh, crazy um, like wins and stuff. Like in the first couple episodes, which I watched, they win like a bunch of battles. Like he thinks they're gonna lose or whatever. He he's just trying to like. He's trying to like pump and dump basically. He's trying to pump and dump this this kingdom like a fucking NFT or some shit <laughs> or like a crypto. <laughs> <laughs> pump and dump. But he's like, "Oh no, it just keeps going up." <laughs> and then uh yeah, his his uh his sidekick uh uh Raleigh Ninium, she's like a white-haired girl. She's like I think she's he loves her, but then also she's kind of like she's kind of like the uh what you call it? She's like his childhood friend and his aide, pretty much, and she 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 like gets his schedule and shit. So it's really funny. He makes her, he makes her do like meow voices and stuff, and you know he's always simping for. Her. But yeah, so the whole point that it, it's cool because like they do when they do their battles, they have like they use like little like chess pieces and stuff. Like they actually like visualize it a little bit, like Legend of the Galactic Hero style, which they should put that on the recommendations for this. That'd be funny because in Legends of the Galactic Heroes, they 
they actually had like pictures of like the battlefield from like a distance or whatever. So yeah, it, it, it's pretty funny. He, uh, like the, like, yeah, I, I pretty much gave you the gist of it. So, you know, a little bit of comedy, okay. a lot of building up. It's like an RPG type of thing or RTS RPG. Okay. All right. Uh, I'd recommend about... it. This is one. This is one of my favorites from the season, up there. Oh damn! Really? I mean, it's, it's below uh, "Dress Up, Darling," but it's you know it's it's pretty it's worth watching. I check it out. Okay, what about how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom? No. No. Oh shit! That's like is that part two? That's what I just talked that's about. Part two. Sorry. I think I dropped that one, um, but that one's kind of this a similar vein. Uh, that one I, I only watched the first couple episodes. Like he, he gets a bunch of like people with different skills, and like he, they help him build the kingdom. The difference between that and and the genius guy is like the genius guy is like pretty much he's like a mastermind. He's like Le- Lelouch or uh, Rein- Reinhardt or whatever. So that's okay. kind of the main difference as far as I've seen. But they're if you like one, you'll probably like the other. I like the genius here, the genius prince, a little bit more. Okay. What about the strongest sage with the weakest crest? Do uh, nope. you guys watch this? No. James this, this is, is actually watching this one. This is the I'm Nick not. Minute. Oh, does James put James on the mic, Danny? <laughs> he's <laughs> in. Kidding. He's in our bedroom. <laughs> um. Uh, so this one is like another like super overpowered main character coon, and it's kind of like that show where like the you have the demon who's reborn. Uh, was it Mao Gakuin or something? Misfit yeah. of Demon Academy. It's it's like that, but it's less funny. So, and he can. So okay. So you got this. Uh, you have this like kingdom, and they're like slowly getting weaker. Like the mages, kind of suck. And it turns out this. Uh, you have this uh, character show up. Oh god, I'm, I'm butchering all the intro to this. You got the main character shows up. He has he has the worst crest. And he, but he's also able to, what do you call it? He's also able to channel uh, spells without in- incantations or without, without speaking. He's kind of like, uh, he's kind of like Rudy from, uh, God damn from Jobless, Jobless. Reincarnation. Jobless. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and you know, so he, he eventually, he starts teaching the Academy, like how to do what he can do. And they're, they're uh, trying to build up this, this uh, a kingdom a little bit I guess um, I didn't get that far in it but my main issue with this is like it, it turns out there's like a big conspiracy from like the demons to make these mages weaker by not let by not teaching them like the strong stuff but luckily the main character was like reborn from a like a super powerful uh, character from the past or something I don't even I didn't quite catch what happened there let's see. Is this the one you watched at four times speed? Yeah, I watch. I watch one episode <laughs> at four times speed. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, Ga- there's a, Ga- a character like named Gaius. Super Saiyan mode right there. He re- the character Gaius reincarnates far into the future, hoping to alter his fate, and it, that's the main character, I think. So, yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous because the main character just knows everything and is good at everything, and like it's. It's like too much for me. <laughs> it's got a six point three on Mel. I mean, if you're into this type of show or like just seeing the main character just stop people, then all right, you know it's fine. But 
Yeah, it, there's not the thing is like there's not enough comedy. Like if you have an overpowered character, you got to have like a bunch of comedy, in my opinion. Right. Okay. And that's on Funimation and Crunchy, or no, just Crunchyroll, and it's by JC Staff, based on a light novel. Okay. What about Teasing Master Takagi-san three? Dude, I'm like two seasons behind. <laughs> I gotta okay. watch it. You need to watch the second one. I know it like follows their life, doesn't it? Like they grow up and shit. They definitely look older in this one. Yeah, I don't know if that's. Dude, part Takagi of it, but... gets a dumpy later. Trust me. I've read the doge. I've read the. <laughs> I've read the I've sacred read the text. Dogens. The sacred texts. <laughs> the sacred Jedi texts. Um, okay. Uh, Akebi Chan no Sailor Fuku. Akebi Sailor's oh, uniform. This is, this is a good. You guys watch this one, right? Nope. Yes, Cloverworks. Uh, very. This is another Cloverworks. Very cute. This is another Cloverworks. Oh, they did dress up, darling, too, didn't they? Yes. Based on a mango chutney. Uh, which was in Tonari no Young Jump. It's by Hero, story and art by Hero. And uh, it's really cute. It's just this girl named uh, Komichi Akebi, and she's always adored sailor uniforms, and then when she sees her favorite idol singer wearing one in a commercial, she's like, oh, my God. And then she sees this picture of when her mom was... (coughs) When her mom was in high school, or, yeah, high school, Robai Academy, uh, it has the same sailor uniform. And she's like, wow, I want to go to Robot Academy so I can wear that uniform. And she asks her mom to make it for her. And it's like her dream come true to wear the sailor uniform. And then she gets there, and that's no longer the uniform. Damn. And then we wear to, blazers like, now. Yeah, she has to, like, decide. The principal allows her to wear it. She's like, well, you can wear it if you want because we, like, you came in here literally saying that during your interview that that's what you wanted to do. And we didn't tell you that the uniforms are different now. So you can wear it if you want. And she decides to wear it, but she also wants to, like, fit in. So she, the first episode, she's, like, deciding, do I go with, like, their outfit or do I just go in wearing the one? That'd be hard that... to do. Like, you're the only one in a different outfit. Well, yeah, she doesn't want to be, like, she wants to make friends, right? Because, obviously, it hasn't shown too much of her past yet in the episodes I watched. But, like, I think she was, like, homeschooled a lot. So, like, she's kind of, like, she doesn't, you know what I mean? And so, like, it's it's kind of cute. She starts making friends. She's a little bit of a weirdo. You know, but then like she goes to school early, you know, she's like, I'm going to get there early so I don't have to deal with people. I can prepare myself mentally, but someone there is er there earlier than she is. And she's like clipping her toenails and she smells the toenail clipper. Uh. Oh, dude, this show is, this show is a, is Quentin Tarantino's dream. (laughs) It's just all feet. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, oh, uh, pretend you didn't see that. Uh." And then they kind of discuss their anxieties, you know, like, oh, I clip my toenails when I'm anxious. And she's like, well, I got here early because I'm wearing the sailor Dude, I hope she clips him in a straight line so she doesn't get an ingrown toenail. So then... <laughs> Shit! So then she was like, she's like, oh, fuck, you know. Anyway, that's how she makes friends. It's kind of cute. Like, that's how she makes her first She's friend. like a super ganky girl, bubbly, yeah, happy yeah, all the yeah. time. It's just like a feel-good... She's kind of overpowered, um, too, if you think about it. <laughs> slice of life. I mean, it's her first day in a new school in a, cat, a prestigious academy. And she already made friends overpowered. She, she already made friends, even though she's, like, already set herself aside from everyone else, you know, on the outside. Uh, but, yeah, it's kind of cute. It's just, like, she just uh, is trying to make friends, slice of life. It's really cute. High school show. I think it's just supposed to be, like, a feel-good show. The animation's really nice. I really like it. Yeah, that's the best part. This is a show It's like, how far can the production take it? Because, like, the premise 
if this was just like Silverlink or some shit where like they didn't really do a whole lot with the animation, I don't think I would complete it. But like since it looks so good, like the backgrounds are great and the, you know, just like the movement's cool, then I'm, I think I'm going to keep watching it. It's definitely, yeah, it's like Super Cub in that way. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Like, it's just like a vibe, you know, it's just really nice to look at and have on. But uh, this is uh, being directed by Miyuki uh, Kuroki, which they haven't done too much. But the chief animation director is uh, Megumi Kono, and she's done uh, Your Lion Butthole, <laughs> Sword Art Online, <laughs> Kill a Kill, <laughs> Guilty Crown. This is like she- a much more gentle Asobi Asabase, Danny. Yeah, that's a good... Uh. Huh. Except it's, Asobi Asabase it's like, was fucking out there. Yeah, like, it's like yeah. it's like it's like okay, it's like Super Cub mixed with Asobi Asabase. Oh God! There you Sugoi. go. What do you think of that? <laughs> that show was fucking funny. Uh, that show's hilarious. Yeah, Akebi though, Super Kawaii. Check it out. Kawaii, this yeah, dude, really cute. That's on Funi and Crunchy. It's a Funi Crunch. It's a fun crunch. That's probably fun like crunch. top three best looking show of the season. Not not including Demon Slayer and, and Attack on Titan, but like, right of the ones we're talking about. Um, who's watching Love of Kill? No, that sounds terrible. What what the hell is that? It's on. It's a. It's an, It's on Crunch. Oh, Platinum that, oh, I forgot I, this is a I thing. I was. I was gonna watch this, but uh, the reviews were a little. Bounty Hunter. Yeah. I it's probably like would find it funny. Spy sh- it's like some spy versus spy shit or something, yeah. Oh, it's a Jose. What? Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Uh, but yeah, okay. No one's watching that one. I might I might uh, pick it up for next time. If if our audience wants us to, then I'll I'll try it out for the yeah, finale. Yeah, and we're, do- we're doing one first impressions, guys, but if you want us to do like a stragglers thing later, if we don't mention newer shows on a review, or if you just want to go, oh, hey, Sam, you didn't watch this one. You should watch this one before the winter review. Just totally let us know. You know what I mean? We'll do it. Um, but yeah. Uh, Speaking what about Sasaki- of of some, you need to watch something before this season is over. Yeah, Sasaki Tomiyano. I really want to watch Blast this, Academy. I Boys love. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to. But yeah, Sasaki and Miyano. Tell us about this one, Danny. Um, uh, Miyano. He like kind of struggled. He he was like troubled. Um, first start uh, of like a one summer and like. One of his friends was getting bullied and he wasn't he was kind of like conflicted on what he should do, like whether he should call a teacher or um, settle it with himself. But um, a upperclassman uh, named Sasaki, he kind of like said, don't worry, like I'll handle it. And he kind of saved the day kind of thing. Um, and but he kind of realized that Sasaki has feelings for um uh Miyano and so they they kind of like started chatting and everything and Miyano has um he likes to read manga but he is very interested in boys love manga but since that is like more of a closed in kind of hobby. He tries to keep it silent. Um, it's more niche uh, genre, yeah. Yeah, silent he, but deadly. He has a very small group where he'll talk about it. But Sasaki was really interested in Miyano, and so he and he Sasaki never really got into manga, so he asked uh, Miyano for a recommendation. 
and Miyano gave him a yaoi manga and said, now before, you know, you find me weird or anything like that, this is like a boys love anime, but I do generally really like the stories. So, but just give this a try. And Sasaki nonchalantly, like, he's like, okay. He reads it the next day. He goes to Miyano's classroom and is all like, hey, I finished that manga that you gave me. And like, Miyano was all like, wait, let's go somewhere else to talk about this. So, um, it's super cute. Um, Sasaki starts to realize that, like, he likes Miyano, but Miyano is kind of like in the clouds with his feelings. Like he thinks that uh, Sasaki is kind of just being friendly and, and they, they start to get a little close and everything like that. Um, it's so adorable. They definitely, it's not, you know, your typical kind of like yaoi story where you know there's the dominant and the and the sub um characters and you know it kind of gets like creepy and everything like that like this is like a genuine love story between two people and it's so cute like I, I out of the two of them Sasaki is definitely my favorite um because he starts to like really um have these strong feelings for Miano and he's so much so that he's scared to like touch him because if he like hugs him he might like give him like an extra kind of like squeeze because he likes him so much so it just puts a smile on my face anytime I I watch it it's so cute I love it so but so but Mi- Miano or Yoshi Yoshikazu Miano, he's not gay, is he? Or he doesn't know. He, in the beginning, I would say like, um, there were like hints, uh, like Sasaki saying, um, he like he like got in a fight, and Miano was all like, "Here, here's a band aid," and Sasaki goes, "Oh my gosh, uh, Miyachan, you're so cute. Let's, do you want to go out with me?" And Miano kind of was all, like, a little pushed back by it. Like, what? No. Like, I was only, you know, just being nice by giving you this Band-Aid kind of thing. But oh, then, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like, oh, you're a guy. It was more like, oh, dude, no. Like, right, yeah. Nice. Like, yeah. Like, you're yeah. just joking kind of thing. But some of the classmates that Miano starts to t- talk to, like, one of them... um, one of the like upperclassmen who's a classmate to Sasaki, he's having girlfriend troubles because his girlfriend um, is is a, fudo- a fujoshi. And so the, he's fighting with his girlfriend about the manga that she's reading and everything like that. So he, And he talked to Miyano because he knows that Miyano is into yaoi stuff. So he was trying to understand it. And he makes a comment about Sasaki and and uh Miyano like dating like he 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 states that like oh aren't you two dating and Miyano's like what no like we're not dating we're just friends all this kind of stuff so but over time he does start to like put the puzzle pieces together like some of the events that happened um around him and Sasaki and he's all like wait he actually does like me 
And he starts to kind of like question, like, do I have feelings for him? Um, so he kind of, and he does like blush every now and again. And he's, and, and I think he's starting to realize about his relationship with Sasaki, but I'm not, I mean, I didn't go too far. I only watched like four episodes. Um, okay. Well, that's fine. So, but I was, just, I was just wondering. But yeah, like but it's 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 like I said, it's really not the whole like I just want to fuck kind of yaoi. Like right, yeah, like you know, like a lot of yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's really push, just put you against the wall, eyes all. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Although that does happen in <laughs> this. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, wait, hang on a second. But what happens is. Um, Miano, uh, was actually, he got like bumped into, like someone bumped into him and he kind of like did like the whole slam the wall thing in, uh, in front of Sasaki and, and it was so funny. But then like later that day, one of Sasaki's classmates was all like, oh yeah, Sasaki actually had to leave because he wasn't feeling well. And it cuts to Sasaki sitting at the the train station with just like all blushed and just like thinking about what happened because he just got like like his heart skipped a beat when that when that incident happened because he likes Miano so much. That's funny. So it's it's, comedy. it's so cute. Okay. It's so I just think adorable. of that moment where like in Given when he's like telling the drummer, like, Oh, I think I like, you know, whoever. Right. And then, yeah. And then the drummer was like do whatever I did to a guy once. Right, right. NBD. <laughs> yeah. And it makes me is... think of that scene from Easy A. He's like, hey, it's no problem. Right. We all do it. All God's children. <laughs> I was gay once. It's oh, okay. Man. Once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's a good movie. Um, yeah, it's a great movie. We should talk about it on cinematography. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Um, um, Play it on yeah, the podcast. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about um, Terminator 2 so I can knock out ter- two birds with one stone. <laughs> yeah, dude, we can do that. Okay, oh, we so got to do the Ava I, rebuilds too, Sam, me and you. And I'll maybe definitely Danny. watch that. Yeah, dude, we got to do the Ava rebuilds. Let's just do an episode bitch. on it. Um, Sasaki Tomiano, yeah, okay. I'll give that a watch. I definitely wanted to. I just didn't get a chance to. I blame Smokey. Yeah, you should blame Smokey. Uh, no one's watching Princess Connect Redive season two, obviously, right? It was actually kind of funny the first season, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. Okay. Uh, World of Leedale. This one is a uh, pretty run of the mill. It's it's kind of like uh, an isekai. Um, I watched the first couple of episodes, two times speed, of course, and let's see, so. It's a VRM. It's a VR MMORPG because this character is on life support. Okay, wait. So yeah, she is. It's literally an isekai. <laughs> like I just, I was explaining what an isekai was. Um. So it's this character. She, she's like this. Oh God, how do I explain this? There is. It's two hundred years since this character interacted with the world. Turns out, she has like a bunch of kids and stuff in the world. And she's also super powerful. She's just rediscovering it. Um, I assume 200 years in game time is like not that long in real life. They haven't explained a whole lot yet. Uh, Pretty much it's just exploring like what she can do with her powers. Like she, she does have like the menus and stuff, but it feels like a regular fantasy. So she'll like take her finger and like swipe up and down menus and all that. So it's like dot hack sign. Uh, A little bit. It's more, it's more like bright than that. And obviously the music isn't as good. 
But oh, sure. I just mean in terms of like because Sukasa in real life is like in a coma or whatever. But yeah, yeah. It looks like that she's, was a she's just like discovering. <laughs> <laughs> she's like just just like discovering the city and like what's going on in the world. I have sure, like sure. not a whole lot has happened in two episodes to be honest. Like it okay. hasn't really hooked me a lot, and I'm, I'm probably not going to continue. It has a seven point okay. one on Mal, so. I mean, if you like isekais, you want to check it out. I mean, I'm sure it, there's more that goes on as as the show progresses, but yeah. the first two episodes didn't fucking, catch me. So, if you're a fucking isekai slut and you take that Glock Glock nine thousand with isekai, yeah, Giguk, yeah, Giguk. <laughs> what about life with an ordinary guy who reincarnated into a total fantasy knockout? Oh, this one is yeah. This is another isekai. You have like a salary man who's like a really handsome guy, and then you have his best friend. Summoned to another world by naked goddess, but the best fr- or one of the guys has turned into a, a a beautiful girl, and all the characters in this fantasy land like always propose to her and stuff, and it's pretty funny. Like every time she meets somebody, she gets uh, proposed to. It's kind of a it's a, what do you call that? A gender bender? Is that what they call it? The tag? Sure, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. You, where like the they, guy turns into the girl? Yeah, yep. And yeah. Uh, it's. I don't know. Gender bender tags always kind of weird me out. That's like the one tag. Like I don't, I don't get weirded out by NTR or like weird shit. But like gender bender is just kind of weird to me. Um, but uh, what do you call it? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's like a it's like a little bit of a comedy, a little bit of a th- again them exploring the isekai world, starting their journey. Uh, let's see. It's it's kind of funny because the salary man is just like still in his suit. Everybody else is dressed like in fantasy attire. This the show is a little bit like uh, Kaguya-sama where you have both characters like inside of their own thoughts, like portraying the thoughts on the, you know, gotcha. uh, and they're thinking really fast and stuff. So okay. I think this is, this is uh, trying to trick Japanese people into being, uh, you know, it's like, if you're not going to have real kids, at least uh, bang your best, your best bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we got to do something. <laughs> fucking Nick always thinks that like, Every anime has got some kind of agenda for the people or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, dude, what about uh, she professed herself pupil of the wise man, Kendenshi, or Kendishi? What the? Where are you even seeing that? Oh, uh, right after the one we just talked about. Kenja no Deshi. This one doesn't have a translation on my anime list. Oh, yeah, it does. It does when you go to the page, okay. yeah, but not right there, yeah. I did not start this one. Okay. What about Orient? I don't watch shows about or, about the Orient, okay? I'm just kidding. I don't, I, did, the or- <laughs> I didn't start this one either. This one has a cool uh, poster, though. This is like a way cooler poster than everything yeah, else. Yeah, it's, it, it's supposed to be like a shonen, but from what I've heard, it's a pretty generic. Yeah, it's a 5.8 on Mal. A lot of the stuff in this season is, is like lower scored, and I'm wondering if yeah. like if people on Mal are starting to like finally catch on and like actually rate things accurately because it used to be where like they'd give every show a 7 or like a 7.5. <laughs> Right. And finally, everything is, like, you know, gearing towards, like, a six. Um, What about Requiem of the Rose King? Nope. Nope. The Crown of England. Okay. Uh, Tokyo 24th Ward? I was going to watch this, but I decided not to. Uh, okay. No. Slow the poster loop? looks kind of weird. <laughs> I wanted to watch Slow Loop. Uh, oh, it's, oh, it's about this fishing. Is, yeah, it's like fishing. This is like the Doga Koba show about fishing, but it's not as well drawn. Studio Connect. What is the uh, there's was it uh, shoot? They don't have it listed on the recommendations, do they? Dagachaba, Doga Chobo. 
But there's a Doga Koba show where they where they had fishing, and it's like similar to this. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's right. No, I know what you mean. It was a club though. That one was. Like I mean, this one's thing. cute yeah. girls doing cute fishing things. Yeah. But it's just they don't do it as well as like Euro Camp or uh, Super Cub or anything like that. So I just I I am gonna pass on it. Okay. What about? It's just dolls they're, they're like teaching you how to fish, pretty much. You know, you know what they say: fish. teach a weeb how to fish, and they'll they'll stop watching anime because they got some something fly productive fish. to do. You yes. know what I'm saying? What about Dolls Frontline or Girls Frontline? This one was pretty no. crappy. <laughs> so this is based on a mobile game called Girls Frontline uh, in in China. I've heard of that. Yeah. In Asia, it's called Dolls Frontline, but here it's called Girls Frontline. Shao Nu Queen Shao. It's funny Shane. because oh, is this a Chinese one? Yeah, it's a Chinese game. So as, as Asahi production. Yeah, it's just military girls doing military things with big guns. Um, oh, they did uh, Peach Boy Riverside and. Zeta the Witch and all that. Okay. Madaka yeah. Box. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's based on a mobile game. So, if you're into Girls Frontline, you might want to watch it. But I don't know. This one, you... like, the battles were kind of hard to follow. That's the problem with gun shows. Like, you can't, like, watching gunfights is not as interesting as watching sword fights most of the time. Like, you have to really try to, like, choreograph it to look cool. You know what I'm saying? That's why, yeah. like, that's why fucking Star Wars is cool because they got lightsabers. You know, if it was just, like, pistols and shit, that'd be dumb. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Okay. But it is funny how they named themselves, like, AK, what is it, AR-15, M-16. Like, their their names are just yeah. guns. It's like uh, Cancola yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say if you're going into that not knowing that it's a mobile game, you'll probably be like, what the fuck is this? But, you know. Yeah, honestly, um, it's, it's not that great. I mean, if you're really a yeah. fan of that franchise, then fine, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, Hakozume, Koban Joshi no Gyakushu, Police in a Pod. This one's kind of funny. Cop it's, show. Th- this one's a yeah, little silly. It's just these two beautiful girls being cops, and they're like in one of those police boxes. They kind of patrol the area. Um, and it, it kind of does it in different parts, like, you know, each episode. It's I thought it was going to be funnier, honestly. Um, maybe I just haven't gotten into it as much. Um, there's supposed to be two other characters. Oh yeah, there's like they actually deal with some serious stuff too, like rape and and uh, domestic violence. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was gonna be more like yeah, I didn't think it was gonna be that real, but like, um, this poster has like a chimp and a gorilla in a wig. Yeah, and a, there's like a little German Shepherd dog in the front, and that's because that's the uh, that's their uh, chief. They call him they call him Gory because he looks like a gorilla. <laughs> The guy in the pompadour, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, the main character, like, she realizes how shitty the job is. And, like, because there's a part where, like, the person who's teaching her, Fuji, gives a ticket to an old lady who missed a stop sign. And what the old the lady's, hell? like, hands. The old lady's <laughs> hands are shaking. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I'm having trouble. That's what they have to do, she, Danny. They're cops. They got to give tickets. She's like, yeah. she's like, yeah, but I got to give you a ticket, though. And then so the main the main character Maya is like what the fuck dude like <laughs> you know what I mean she's like dude why are you being such a cop <laughs> yeah like seriously and and so like I don't know it's the the one thing I think is really funny is that one Fuji. I agree with we should ticket all old people fuck them <laughs> they shouldn't be on the road fuck them kids um no dude like Seiko the girl the lady who's teaching her or, like overseeing her. You know, training her senpai. 
yeah, she's like, every time she gives someone a ticket and they like spout some bullshit to her, and they drive away, she like mutters to herself, goes like, "Hey, fucking bitch, maybe you won't fucking cross the line, fucking stop saying dumbass motherfucker." And then and then Maya's like, "What the hell's wrong?" Oh she's yeah, like, yeah, she's like grumbling. She's like, she's like, "What happened?" And she's like, "What did what did you say just now?" And she's like, "Oh, I was just saying like you know I should have you know." I should have uh, gave him another ticket. I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> like, Dude, be, like, I mean, real talk though, being a cop would suck. <laughs> yeah, because you no, got to deal with people on like their worst day all the time. Right. Um, but I still, just got a ticket. Police, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I just got. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> I just, uh, I just got. <laughs> but a also, ticket we kind of need them, ago. or there'd be chaos. <laughs> I I just got a ticket the other day for not having my tabs updated, which is like, yeah. You should have blamed the pandemic and started crying. <laughs> I should have. Yeah, my court hearings. Maybe show a little. Tomorrow, maybe so. show a little booba. Yeah, I'm, show I a little nip. Tid. I'm like, Here's Side tid. boob. Side boob. There's an episode of Seinfeld where Jerry dated the most attractive woman ever, and she got out of like every cop ticket. It was so funny. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, officer, do you really have to ticket us? <laughs> and he's like, no. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was gonna be more funny. I, I it's, it's definitely like. Is it worth like checking this, out though? Yeah, I was thinking. I would of, say of it's worth checking this, out. Just see, watch the first like two episodes. Yeah, and see what you mm-hmm. think. Um, it's. I mean, you know, it's not going to blow your mind, but I mean, it's okay. I mean, Six point eight. I think this is better than some of the sevens that we've mm-hmm. that we've checked out. It's better than some of those isekais. It's just like the topic itself is a little bit. You know, it's like a work working show. Yeah, yeah. Dog Character poop designs is are better great. than any of these isekais. What uh, is? What about <laughs> dog poop? <laughs> Oh, dog poop. Speaking of that, they got to clean up dog poop as cops because that's their job. Fucking Danny over here. Literal shit is better. <laughs> what about Saturday Man's Club? Anyone watching that? Looks I dumb. am. Ryman's Club? This. Or as I call it, Ryan's Club because it autocorrected. <laughs> Ryman's Club, yeah. No, Ryan. Uh, okay, Danny, do you want to tell us about it? Um, I mean, it's just... Well, it's your typical kind of sports show, but instead of like high schoolers, they're businessmen. So, um, which is kind of interesting. Um, they got the suits with the backpacks. Got the suits and they got the backpacks. Um, the hang on, let me quickly click on the page because I don't remember names right now. I'm being a Nick. Um, well, you have the you have the foreskin you have the foreskin guy, and then you got the other guy. Ew. He has he has foreskin. <laughs> Ew. Oh no, it's foresight. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I had to um, write down that joke. It was I the don't know. <laughs> the story is, is centered on um, Mikoto uh, Shiratori, who is like a a child prodigy of badminton. Um, he has like this terrible past um, where. Um, one of his high school partners who he used to do doubles uh, with uh, got injured. So he doesn't do doubles anymore. He only does singles, but he, he had a, a major loss. So, and he wanted to um, be an, uh, a professional badminton athlete as a career, but the league that he was a part of kind of like fired him. So this, a uh, company called the Sunlight Beverage Company um, pretty much hired him and to also play on the company's badminton team. And, I mean, it's 
your typical uh, sports show where the team isn't that good, so they bring in a you know a prodigy player to ri- you know rise up um, in the tournament and all that kind of stuff. Um, they where they practice, they practice at a middle school gym. And Mikoto is all like, this is weird. Why are we coming to a middle school to practice? Like, this is, like, super creepy. Middle school girls. Um, Every year I get older, they say the, the same age. The, <laughs> the badminton like all guys. <laughs> team, their coach, this guy is, like, straight-up delinquent. Uh, he has, like, dark sunglasses and a pompadour, and he also hits the shutter with a huge-ass paper fan. Um, I love it. I was all I saw. I saw that. I'm all like, okay, I'm sold. I don't care like how generic this show is. Like that character right there is pure amazing. Chef's He's like Kochi from Gunbuster. Yes, a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> just with the sunglasses. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah, it has yeah. a lot of the sports tropes, but it looks really good. The animation is great. Yeah. Well, I will say that um, the the character design is a little generic compared to like Haikyuu or something. No way. This is, um, they don't look generic. They got like, they got like, they don't even have anime eyes. They have squinty eyes. Mm, I mean, to the, me, the orange I hair guy looks like the guy from Haikyuu. No, he looks just like him. No way. No <laughs> way. You haven't even watched Haikyuu, so you can't even talk. I know the little, the pip squeak. <laughs> he looks like the pip squeak. I know the guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, where can we watch that one? Uh, Verve and Crunchyroll. Okay. So Leiden, um, uh, Leiden films. And I have not watched anything else on the list. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I did. I watched a few more things. Um, I watched this next one, which is Miss Kuroitsu from the Monster Development Department. So this is really funny. Uh, I might continue to watch this just because you know I'm a big Sentai person, but so. Picture this, okay? This is the best way I can describe it because the, the mouse synopsis is uh, kind of shitty. Uh, you remember in Power Rangers, there's Rita Repulsa and then her team of, like, you know, big bads. There was the one short, fat dwarf guy with the beard, and he crafted the monsters out of clay and then put them in a machine, and that's how he made the monsters. Oh, mm-hmm. didn't they call them, like, putties or something? Well, the putties were the regular henchmen, but, like, okay. he would make the big bad monsters, the monsters of the week. So this is that show. This this show is that from that perspective. So there's a monster development department in this building, and their goal is to make the biggest, baddest monsters to fight Sentai groups around the world and beat their competitors, as in the bad guys who make other monsters, like the bad guys that the bad guys that these other Sentai warriors are fighting. They're trying to like take over their business and their you know what I mean. So Miss Koroitsu is like just this cute girl scientist and she's trying to make the biggest monster the biggest baddest monster that will take out uh the sentai guys and then her the main boss the person who's like rita repulsa you could say akashic mm-hmm. um she runs the evil organization Nagastia, and she is she just likes cute things she's like this little lolly chick who looks like m bison and <laughs> she just like she, like they're developing this big like wolf martial artist buff wolf man guy and then in the simulator he's got like a manly body and like really buff and he can fight like all the simulations and beat all the simulations but then last minute 
Akashic goes in and changes it to a girl's body. And he's like, what the fuck? Why do I got tits? Why do I got tits? <laughs> I don't understand. And so it's just kind of funny. It's like a workplace thing, but like from the perspective of opposite of the, the Sentai Ranger guys mm. making the monsters. And it's like, well, we got to meet this fucking deadline. And you just threw a last minute guy in a fucking uh, Loch Ness monster costume. What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it was really funny. And so then Megestus, uh, the 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 vice big bad guy, he comes in. He's very intimidating, big blue demon guy, and he was like, "You threw that that presentation together last minute, didn't you?" And she's like, "Oh my god, she's gonna fucking kill us. He's gonna fucking kill us right now." And he goes, "Why didn't you tell me that you were stressing at work? Having your days off is important." <laughs> like it's just like <laughs> he starts like reprimanding them for not like taking time off and using all their vacation days it's like your health is what's important and that's what's gonna make us the best monsters you have to be able to to go home and relax and rest so you're good for work or whatever it was really funny um because he's Just like, like this you big fucking thank you and he's like this big fucking demon guy you know and he's like we care about workplace safety <laughs> it's kind of and so here's what's really funny and this last thing i'll say about before i move on um, it's Studio Quad, based on a mango chutney. I don't know uh, what Studio Quad, I guess, is the first thing or only thing they've done. I don't know what they've done before. The manga's done by Hiroki Mizuzaki. Uh, comes out in Comic Meteor. But um, here's what's really funny is when they're mentioning all their competitors in the beginning, they're talking about actual Sentai shows. Oh, cool. They're like, oh, yeah, here's, uh, here's Dai Kanger, and he's killing all their monsters, so we can get we can get over there. Here's a Taiga Toe Tiger, or whatever, which is like the Tiger Face Johnson one, and they're th- at at the end of the episodes, it shows you pictures of their actual like shows and their costumes, and it's hilarious. But yeah, it's it's pretty funny. I, it's it might be boring to some people just because the animation is super mid. There's even one part where Kuroitsu is like walking forward, and one of her boobs is definitely noticeably bigger than the other one, and it just looks really bad. Like they just drew it really bad. Mm. Um, How dare you boob shame? Not everybody's boobs are symmetrical. No, I know that, but like this was like okay. Was just I'm just kidding. I'm bad. just kidding. <laughs> anyway, Miss Kuroitsu is very funny. Um, if you're a Sentai fan like me, I think you'll find it funny. Otherwise, you might just be like, "eh, it's mid." But um, it's mid. Uh, the next one, that's on Crunchyroll, by the way. The next one's on Funimation. This is Tribe 9 um, by Leiden Films. Does this have Face Johnsons? Uh, yes, there is a cat. There is a cat named Nekomaru in the little hangout. But oh, this I, thought is... the, I thought the big character was like a bear or something. I couldn't see. The poster was uh, no, 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 tiny. No, no. no. Uh, but basically, it's like this Neo... It's a place called Neo-Tokyo. It's the future... And the young the young people have been all like, "Wow, the government sucks dick." Like it sounds like right now, yeah, pretty much. And it's like let's let's join in gangs and then like take over areas of the city, fuck all them, right? And they settle things with extreme baseball. Oh, okay, because that's because <laughs> that's the law. It's called the XB law. I was like, they settle so, with extreme violence. <laughs> to, well, to keep each other, to keep the tribes and the, the kids from killing each other, yeah, they yeah, make yeah. this law, and so. Uh, the the kid Haru is getting bullied uh, with this guy named Taiga by some other gang, and this one badass named Kamiya Shun comes in and is like, "Fuck you guys, right?" And then he's like rumored to be like this badass extreme baseball player, and the baseball field is like just like a, a two corners of a street, and they 
when they like run to first, they have to run down like fifteen blocks and parkour that shit, and it's badass. And like, um, I actually got an email from Funimation about this one, and so you know I was encouraged to watch it, and I was just kind of like, okay, that seems cool. I should check it out. And uh, yeah, it's it's being simul uh, casted, and I think me personally. Because I'm into gang shit anyway, I mean, and also the animation's pretty good. It's pretty sick. And uh, I happen to like it a lot. The art style reminds me of Danganronpa a little bit. Dang it, Grandpa, as Nick would call it. Dang, uh, dang it, Grandpa. And this isn't based on a manga, uh, manga or anything. It's just that's a mixed media thing. So there's going to be, like, video games. There's going to be a mobile game, I think. There's going to be There's going to be manga, I'm sure. But right now it's like you know it's it's a mixed media original anime, so I think it's really fucking cool. Honestly, a lot of people might look at it and be like, "Oh, that's stupid," right? Um, but it has that extremity of like uh, Akudama Drive kind of. Oh, that's, a that sounds bit. a little like it. Yeah, and um, I really like the colors. I really like the backgrounds. Um, it's the like animation Yu-Gi-Oh of that too. First. <laughs> it's a little Yu Gi Oh ish. Yeah. yeah. I, the first fight, the first baseball match they do is really fucking cool. And, you know, obviously it's the first episode, so they have to make the animation tops, you know? Um, so I hope it stays like that, you know, who knows? But I, I enjoy it. I'm going to continue to watch it a little longer and see what happens. So, um, other than that, um, there's a few others that I wanted to check out and I didn't get to. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much almost to the bottom. What about you, Danny? Any others? Um,. I didn't even realize about Tribe 9 after hearing your description on it. I might check that one out. Um, I was planning on watching the new Sayuki Reload. Um, That's right. But it's on. It's only on High Dive, and I don't have High Dive, so I wasn't able to watch it. Okay. But I and I mean I was gonna watch the other sports show, which is uh Fustal Boys, but Oh Futsal Boys? Yeah. But Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, dude. Also in Tribe Nine, the the guy Taiga, he's like a he's like a tuna fish fisherman. So he handles huge tuna. So the the Kamiyama Shun, he calls him he nicknames him tuna. And it's really tuna. hilarious. Like in the office. What's your game, Tuna? What are you doing? Tuna. <laughs> tuna. Um, you didn't watch yeah, Shenmue, what? the animation, Sam? No, I didn't watch Shenmue yet because it, it just, I think it just started its first episode, like last week. Oh, yeah, February and, 6th. Um, but, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm hyped for that. I might wait a little bit. Um, I don't remember the story because I played that game when I was a kid and I didn't even beat it. That was on Dreamcast, right? It was on the Dreamcast, bro. Come on. So hopefully it's sick. That's Studio Telecom Animation Film, which I don't even know what they've done, dude. Oh, oh. they've done. Oh, they did Nagatoro and Orange. Yeah. Um, okay. Or helped on them, rather. I'm also watching um, Orbital Children. I don't oh, know. Oh, yes. I've I never heard. What the heck is that? Yes, it's on Netflix. How do they, say it? How do they say it in uh, Japanese? Uh. Go to the I gotta fix. I gotta Go fix to my Mal thing. No, they don't title. Yeah, they don't title it Orbital Children. They title it some Moon Rune. But name. it's it's weekly. It's weekly on Netflix because Netflix is trying to do the weekly thing, which is cool. 
Uh, well, Chiki, there's only guys, six Shonen episodes, Shonen. and there's already six episodes out. Oh, it's an ONA. Okay, I thought yeah. it was like a full no, show. It's okay, not, no. no, it's only yeah, an chi- ONA. Chiki Yugai Shonen Shoujo, the orbital children. Um, because in Japan it's called uh, Extraterrestrial Boys and Girls. Um, but yeah, it's... What the fuck are you really talking cool. about? Orbital children? Extra- Somebody fucking lick me. I can't find it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't find here. this Old thing. man over here. Here, I'll find it. Jeez, I'll look it to you. My I got God. it already. I got it. I got it. My anime list sucks. There. There. Okay. I got to fix um, it. Yeah. There's got to be a, a way to, to fix Mal so that it does the English title instead of the Japanese one. I think Annie I watched, does that. Yeah, I watched the first episode, and it was really cool. But basically, in the year 2045, Internet and artificial intelligence have become widespread in the outer space. Following a massive accident at a space station, a group of children are left behind using narrowband and SNS, low-intelligence AI, and smartphone-controlled drones. They overcome numerous crises. Yeah, and it's really cool because, like, their phones are in their hand. Yeah. Um, what do you mean, and, like uh, chips or something? Yeah, like the hologram appears on their hand like a glove. Dude, that's dystopian. They, then, then, then they can track you no matter where you go. Oh wait, it's like right now. It's kind of reminds me of Astro Lost in Space, except a little more. The way they design things and build the world is a little more realistic. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, they talk about Earth and all that stuff. Where in where in Astro Lost in Space, they had all the different uh, planets, the mushrooms and shit. But um, uh, Planetess uh, Lost in Space. Uh, Dental coil, baby. Some suggestions for this, but yeah, I watched the first episode of this and I thought it was really sick. It's the animation; I think is great. It looks amazing. Uh, Toshiyuki Toshiyuki Inoue does the key animation, and Kenichi Yoshida does the character design. And Kenichi Yoshida is like a great artist. Uh, I can't find who did the background art because the background is like whoa, but. not NASA Houston, the main character. <laughs> not the main character, but the main like one adult of the nurse. Main char- yeah. yeah, one of the main characters. <laughs> NASA Houston. What a name. Uh fucking uh It's like bluesy floozy. <laughs> yeah, she's uh fine as wine. I like her hair. Uh but yeah, Danny, how many episodes did you watch? I only watched three. Okay. So So you're halfway through it pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I mean I didn't even realize that it was only six episodes until I looked at the page and everything i didn't realize it till just now either yeah um so but i i got while i was watching it i mean i didn't even realize who directed this at first i thought it was a misaki yuasa uh because it's it seems like something he would do but the characters are too pretty for him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. i i actually really looked at like who who directed this and and who was the original creator and it was not who i thought it was it's actually mitsuo iso who did a lot of key animation for stuff we watched as kids oh which yeah is pretty crazy like cowboy bebop ronnie kenshin yeah. perfect blue i think this is Evangelion. only his second directorial debut he yeah, he was a key animator for sure. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't even know what he directed. What else he directed? He, I thought this was his first one. I was one. looking. Um, he did key animator for Golden Boy. Let's fucking yeah, go, yeah. <laughs> let's fucking go. I didn't even see that. Hell yeah. Um, let's. Oh, see. Deno Coil. He directed. He did. De- yeah, he did Deno Coil. Um, let's and this see. one Newest for director. 
the rest of them are key animations. He directed. Oh yeah, he he all he, he directed Dental Coil. Yeah, that, that was his first directorial debut. So okay, but everything else he was, uh, pretty much key animator, digital works, visual effects. Okay. So. Yeah. And he also did key animation for Final Fantasy Legend of the Crystals, which is one of my favorite OVAs ever. It's like a future sequel to Final Fantasy V. Super cool. Super cool, dog. Okay. Any any other shows? I think that's it. Otherwise, that's we can, it. That's we can it talk about me. what we think uh, anime of the season is real quick before we head out of here. My Dress Up Darling. Yeah, I think it's going to be My yep. Dress Up Darling or Sailor Uniform for me. I think we all can agree on that one. I think the uh, Akebi's uniform, that one has uh, maybe the best animation, but Dress Up Darling is a better show. Like, the character motivations are better. Yeah. Akebi or is a little I too might... cutesy. Yeah, Orbital Children, I don't know if I'd compare, because I think they had a really huge budget for these six episodes, and it might be yeah. hard to compare. But yeah. Orbital Children might be, might be super sick. I'm going to finish watching it. So, But yeah, definitely My Dress Up Darling and, and Akebi, Sailor's Uniform. Uh, shout out to Genius Prince, also, and Sam. Your favorite's gonna be Sabakui Bisco. You got Face yeah. Johnsons everywhere. <laughs> How you know? <laughs> you don't know. You don't know me. You don't know what I like. Proxy battles and Face Johnsons. Anyway, my favorite <laughs> show to watch at two times speed is the Cop Show. Oh <laughs> that God! Counts. You sure not four times speed? Yep. <laughs> Nick is trying to get a ticket at this point, yeah. That's the award. Um, but yeah, dude, let us know what you're watching. Okay? And if you want us to cover something that we didn't get to watch or get around to watching uh, during the review or before that, let us know and we'll get it covered. We'll do you a favor. You do you scratch my lower intestines, I'll scratch your foot. Wait, is, that is, that like a, is that like a, a butt plug reference or something? No, I just figured I would take a knife and do seppuku and they just scratch my lower intestines. Oh my god. Isn't that how you do it? Mm. Can't Anyways. you just like eat some broccoli or something? <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. I'll just do that. Don't scratch my lower intestines. That being said, I love you guys very much. Thanks for listening every week. I hope you guys enjoy... Uh, everything we've been putting out it really means a lot to me to hear you guys go on the podcast channel on discord and say man i really like this episode i like when nick mentioned the show or danny talked about this show really i love it so thank you so much um but yeah i've been sam that's danny that's nick and this has been the anime summit 